This is John and Matt from Plastic Climate Future.com. Boom! That's it, man. We did it. We're getting better. We really are getting better. I mean, uh, you know, I've been practicing in the shower. You know, uh, singing. So. Well, this is this is just because it's uh, it's uh, Christmas today. It's actually it is a Christmassy day. Well, yeah. So twenty fourth of December. Merry yeah. Christmas, John. And uh, we decided um, we're not gonna let you go before the end of this year without <laughs> a, an uh, an extra nerdy episode from Plastic Climate Future, where it's, it's gonna be only John and me today. Um, talking a bit about our topics of 2021 and, uh, of course, about plastics and uh, give you a bit of thoughts for the next year and uh, hopefully make you also hungry that uh, you're going to continue listening to our upcoming episodes with new guests coming in 2022. Mm -hmm. Hi, John. So hey. nice to see you again. Yes, thank um, you. Today we should have a kind of a nerdy episodes, of course, as, as, as always, but <laughs> we should try to also connect it a bit to the fact uh, that we, the 2021 was the, the year of, of uh, the idea to launch actually this podcast and also um, come up with the topics that we're discussing here. And I think uh, there is, for from from our uh, point of view, there are especially two topics that uh, have a very uh, yeah strong meaning for both of us. Um, mm -hmm. On your side, it's the the recycling topic, and uh, on mm -hmm. my side is the circularity topic, because that's what we've been. Uh, involved in in various projects and and uh talking with a lot of people about it mm. and uh i thought maybe today we can kind of combine these two topics and uh maybe also demystify Ooh, some, uh, <laughs> some uh, because it's christmas <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a bit of mystic there, there, there needs to be a bit of mystic yeah i think circularity that's at least my impression circularity uh in the plastic sector became even a much hotter topic in 2021 before uh, as, mm -hmm. as it was before Many people say circularity in the plastic sector is, is just about recycling, but I think uh, that's not enough, right? If you look at the, the amount of plastic waste uh, that, that is generated here in Europe, uh, it's somewhere like 25 million tons a year of plastic waste generated. 30% uh, of that uh, thereabouts is, is, is currently being uh, collected for recycling. Uh, so, so a lot more needs to be done. You know, what happens to the rest of that 70 percent uh and uh um so 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 yeah there's so the if you will solutions are out there but they're not fully implemented and also uh the the solutions have themselves uh i don't want to say limits uh but but uh there, there are places where they can be most uh readily and and, and usefully applied uh when you look at Recycling, you know, uh, today you think of mechanical recycling, you know, and, and mechanical recycling to the public here, to the audience, is 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 kind of what you would uh, imagine. Uh, that is, you take plastic, uh, you that that uh, plastic waste, 
you sort it, you clean it, uh, you remelt it into plastic pellets, and then and then these pellets are then reprocessed into uh, plastic uh, products uh, uh, that that we consume. Uh, so that's one way. But but here's some challenges with that. Uh, not all plastics. Uh, uh, can be mechanically recycled and reused in the same type of application. Uh, take uh, the large majority of, of food packaging. Uh, you cannot recycle this back to food packaging. It's just not allowed uh, in, in, in the uh, regulations uh, for good reason. Yeah? Uh, a lot of pharmaceutical packaging the same way. So, so there are all kinds of uh, other areas too where you have uh, – the, the great solution of mechanical recycling is, is not applied here. So how do you how do you solve this? Well, develop new technologies, and that's getting something near and dear to me of uh, this technology of chemical recycling, where you take this plastic waste, you do not remelt it and, and turn it into pellets and then turn it into plastic products again. You, you actually deconstruct uh, the, the plastic into its uh, essentially simply put raw materials of different sorts, and then you reprocess these raw materials back into plastic. And, and by doing this, uh, you, you're, you're accomplishing a few things. One is, is you are uh, able to, to use that uh, for, for, uh, for any application in plastics, meaning you can take, uh, take the same, uh, use it for, for food packaging. You can use it for medical farm, pharmaceutical packaging, et cetera. Uh, that's one thing. So that's circularity, that's true circularity. Also, what you're doing there is for every kilogram of, of that that you bring around, bring around in the loop, you're, you're displacing a kilogram of, of fossil-based plastic. Uh, and so, so, so you, you are, you are, you are uh, by, by implementing the circularity, are, are, are indeed reducing the amount of virgin plastic that comes from fossil-based sources. That's critically important. Uh, and uh, so, so I have as a long answer, but, and, and I, I don't think it was fully clear, but, but uh, yeah, I think uh, this is the first part of demystifying already uh, yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just to to just to wrap it up, I think this is this is an important point because, of course, me mechanical recycling is what what we all know as a as as a conventional recycling. At least yeah. it was my biggest learning from from our discussions uh, was uh, uh, to to get to know more. About chemical recycling, which is simply mm -hmm. has is not that popular. So, but I I see it now, like from 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 what you say. So, if you if you uh, are being asked as a someone who is a, also working in the field of of, of chemical and and simply plastics recycling, you have a lot of knowledge about this one. So, circularity. From from this point, from 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 uh, a recycler's point of view, is two things. On one hand, keeping the material in the loop, which would be rather mechanical recycling, but also uh, closing the loop completely, which is then something like chemical recycling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can I can I can go with that. You know. Uh... You know, and, and well, I mean, circular. I mean, also, uh, well, mechanical recycling could be full circularity too. If you know, if, if say you have, a, let's take a simple application that's a, a non-food contact application. Uh, you're recycling, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, plastic trash cans back into 
plastic trash cans, you know, that's circularity. I mean, it, it goes in a circle. I mean, you know, I mean, so you can have, of course you can have circularity with mechanical recycling, you know, uh, uh, but the thing is with, with chemical recycling, I, I dare say you can always have circularity. Sure. Well, that's a, that's a good point because now we see actually th those two things are complementary. So you, yes, can have, you can have different circles, but you can also even get better if you consider Hmm. Chemical recycling and mechanical recycling as two complementary steps. Um, Absolutely, and I think that's something that we've been also always discussing: is is to look in, to to look at at these two strategies uh, from a life cycle point of view and, and mm -hmm. a footprint point of view. Right? Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's also very important um, in order to consider where chemical recycling makes more sense where mm -hmm. recycling makes more sense and i think one example that that, that we also discussed already was um yeah when when uh, when it's not possible to mechanically recycle like to really close the loop you actually mm -hmm. have to combine these two uh two processes because at one point mechanical recycling is rather downgrading and then mm -hmm. uh if you if you don't achieve the right quality anymore after mm -hmm. a, a couple of recycling steps there is still a yeah. good way to to mm -hmm. recover the value right yeah i mean uh you know the thing uh that's important also to to say here is is uh It uh, it almost goes without saying, but uh, but it is it, it is important. That is, uh, indeed, mechanical recycling has has a lower carbon footprint than chemical recycling. Uh, so that that needs to be out there clearly clearly stated and understood. Uh, and also, uh, there is this hierarchy that 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 uh, is 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 adhered to and needs to be adhered to moving forward. And that is, uh, if you have an option. To chemical recycle or to mechanical recycle, uh, if if all if you tick all the all the all the relative boxes of the, uh, uh, for example, okay, is this going uh, from from a food contact application coming from a food contact application, uh, for example, uh, then maybe you would go straight to chemical. I don't, you know, that's that's a choice. That's something to consider. Uh, but but there are you know millions and millions and millions of tons of plastic. That that should be mechanically recycled because that would be better in terms of carbon footprint. Mechanical recycling, uh, when you can implement it, uh, uh, is is better in terms of carbon footprint. There's no argument there, you know, uh, versus chemical recycling. Mm -hmm. Well, I think in the end we have to look into a more holistic approach, which is then find more circular and resource efficient plastic economy in general mm -hmm. right we need to have our disclaimer here that uh, matt and i are speaking as as as, as, as private citizens uh, not representing any companies here today at all so so don't sue us we don't have any money so don't sue us you know please you know uh but 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 uh, i mean uh you know the and we, we're trying not to mention company names but but there's one of these companies out there matt knows who it is i know who it is i mean they're they're doing both they're 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 both uh implementing uh, chemical recycling technology and also uh, developing uh, renewables. Uh, and, and, and that's a good point you make, uh, Matt, because I, I have a, kind of this kind of blinders focused on chemical recycling, if I'm not careful, uh, but a huge part of, of, of solutions moving forward is also the, the renewables uh, feedstocks. 
that that uh, so so you 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 make uh, you know uh, with renewable feedstocks uh, you are able to make you know whatever plastics uh, that, that that you know that you want essentially uh, meaning they can be food contact or, or you know polymers for for medical applications etc. Uh, and and that that's all. And, and you're replacing because of renewables. You're replacing the fossil base. That's uh, I, I, that's that's a key part of the portfolio of solutions. And if you look at another one of the big uh, major companies out there that 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 make uh, poly, polymers, uh, uh, and you look at, at their uh, go look at their 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 portfolio of medical grades, uh, and and that what they're pushing is indeed. Uh, products that are uh, made via chemical recycling and also products that are made versus with renewables as, as a dual kind of approach. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I, I, I don't give enough credit time to, to renewables uh, that, 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 that they deserve. Yeah, yeah but I, I think we also have to distinguish renewables as uh, bio-based renewables, but also mm-hmm. renewables from, from waste streams that are simply there because uh, um, we have organic waste for example which is not mm-hmm. a renewable in resource in, in in such a sense that you have crops for instance but yeah that's that's definitely i from yeah. from, from also my uh perspective and, and some of the projects that i've been working on with in the composite sector there is a lot of uh developments going on which which are which in combination <laughs> maybe uh yeah leading to to real innovation in the in the future um yeah. what is also interesting is simply design for recyclability because yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there is a lot of uh that's that's kind of touching back to the point yeah. you mentioned in the beginning that when you have uh you know different grades of plastics for different industrial sectors and applications uh some of them can be designed to be actually reused and recycled from the right from the beginning in this mm-hmm. sector. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, that's true. Uh, and also at the same time, it's logical to say that there that's true, but there you, you always you, you'll get to a point where where you, you have some limits there. I mean, you used a, a word a minute ago, composites. I mean, composites, uh, you know, you know better than I, the value of, of composites, you know, you're getting such synergy from different materials, you know, uh, uh, so that it's, it's and, and the value of composites to actually minimize thermoplastic for an application. I mean, so all kinds of good things from composites. Challenge with composites is you're, you're, you're intimately, if you will, combining uh, the plastic with, with, with something else. And when you, when you start talking about recycling, that's, that's, uh, and, and typically, that's a that's a if you talk about design for recycling, you can almost say, well, for the most part, composites are 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 getting the F in the class because because you're you're intentionally making uh, blending these materials together, which makes it in, uh, hard to 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 recycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so 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 how do you how do you re, how do you you know how how do you solve this puzzle? Well, you know, uh, yeah. Well, you you it's it's a holistic approach. I think is how you say it. One is like, yeah, okay, composites have value. Let's design them to the extent that we can, so that that, that we, we can uh, enable recycling. And then on the recycling technology side, let's look at developing technologies which are being developed uh, that that can deal with composites. Uh, uh, unfortunately, when it comes to mechanical recycling. Uh, that's very, very difficult. This is one of the areas where chemical recycling makes perhaps the most sense. Yeah. Is 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 in is in uh, uh, chemical recycling composite materials. 
and uh, there are technologies out there. I mean, in chemical recycling, we talk a lot about pyrolysis. We talk uh, quite a bit about depolymerization, but there's there's another technology called hydrothermal treatment, which is a technology that is 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 uh, really the the sweet spot of this technology may very well be these type of complex uh, like composite structures to be chemically recycled. So. Yeah, but this is, I think, something really beautiful that you just 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 mentioned because it comes together. Also, what 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 made uh, us think further was the the beauty of combining different disciplines and into being interdisciplinary. Talk to people from different sectors, and I think this is kind of the core idea. Uh, also, from for for efficient circular economy because yeah. as you said like you have to have the the, the material designers the, the chemists that actually develop the materials on the same table with the recyclers with the product designers <laughs> and then yeah. uh that's kind of also what we were we we're trying to do here and, and and open up these discussions between those two different parties so that they understand what's what's the impact of their work on the the product the life cycle the consumer and like this the more we can engage those different uh, uh, disciplines um, the more efficient for from from my point of view the circularity mm -hmm. approach can be implemented mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I, I fully agree with you I mean I, I would say what part of what uh, part of what we 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 uh, are doing. Uh, I mean, you and your in your in your professional life, me and my professional life. But what we're also here doing as 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 our you know, our hobby uh, work that we're doing together is 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 really, I mean, recognizing that that uh, well, uh, what we're talking about is not like the status quo. I mean, we're, we're industries are having to be de uh, developed in order to tackle these problems. Uh, I mean, we're we're not we're not talking about. You know, kind of a, you know a, a stale uh, sector industry where it's like okay, you know the very every, everything stays the same. We we're in a very dynamic situation necessarily. So, uh, and, and and this involves uh, technology, technology, technology. Yes, and it involves the real kind of building of, of value chains. And, and okay, that sounds like a yes. consultant type of yeah, but that but it really is building a value chain, which which means connecting businesses uh, that, that that maybe have not been connected in the past together you know uh, for, for, for for a reason so that we, we say are important an example of that is is I would say the, the waste management uh, link in the chain uh, is is of critical importance uh, in implementing circularity moving forward uh, and and uh, this the historically the links to to uh, say waste management and and uh, uh, let's call it the petrochemical industry, which would be kind of uh, the, the the industry subset of which would be chemical recycling for the most part. Uh, they're historically very, very minimal connection. They don't speak the same language. Uh, uh, they got to figure out some language that they can speak together because this link in the chain has got to be made. So, so, so yeah, we're, you know, uh, what, what I'm fascinated by the work that you do with with uh, with your with well, uh, we're not mentioning companies, but you know you have your, your own practice. I mean, it, it's it's you know uh, you you uh, you you've seen this already for some years. Uh, I, I'm 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 seeing this now over the past year year and a half, and that is yeah we you know yeah uh, as engineers, I'm an engineer. I think about connecting the pots and the pans. 
uh, thinking circularity, but but you, you need to overlap that. Yeah, value chains, companies, businesses, they need to connect, and and that's also part of what we're trying to do. I think, yeah. Yeah, you just mentioned dynamic. Like it's it's a process, and and every dynamic to be something to 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 be dynamic, it needs an impulse, and I think this is this is what uh, what we can also contribute with um, is is to providing these impulses and mm -hmm. connecting connecting, and then because this is we need those dynamics if we want to reach all these. Uh, 2030, 2050, whatever goals each company yeah. is setting themselves, right? 2025, all these strategies. So what, what we need to, to have is now a really a dynamic change and dynamic uh, innovation. Um, yes. Let me let me just come to one more topic uh, that that uh, connects a bit to this and, and was also, at least from my point of view, a very important topic uh, in this year. Um, it was about ways to quantify, measure, assess circularity. Mm. I think um, we have a lot of standards already where we discussed for, for LCA analyses and, and measuring um, impact uh, by means of LCAs, life cycle assessments for those who <laughs> might mm. not have heard this before. Um, And circularity, since it's 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 such a kind of still new topic uh, in uh, in the industry or the implementation of circularity. I mean, circular economy is nothing so new anymore, but uh, the implementation of these uh, activities, measures, and processes and principles. And now it. it there is not so many standards so far like there is a circular economy action plan and so on and and there is a lot of work being done at the moment to standardize certification of circular products certification of circularity within products value chains organizations and so on and um, I have been also involved in some some uh, projects where we were actually dealing with with finding the right indicators and so on What would be interesting is, is to, to get to know what kind of indicators and, and, and ways to measure circularity in the field of recycling would make sense from your point of view. Let's come back to chemical recycling for a moment uh, and say, okay, how do you measure circularity uh, in chemical recycling? Uh, if you, if you, you dive go. into the... Huh? If you dive, if you dive, that's where I want. This is what I wanted to hear. Though. If you dive into the topic, uh, if you dive into this topic, you, you'll 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 start coming across uh, a terminology called the mass balance approach. Uh, uh, it, it is it is a subset of chain of custody uh, type of, of 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 yeah methodology, right? Uh, and and for for chemical recycling technology. Certainly, for for uh, the bulk of the technologies in chemical recycling, in terms of addressing volumes of plastics, uh, you you will need to implement uh, this chain of custody uh, subset called uh, mass balance accounting, uh, and, and that is because uh, if if you if you take a, a plastic uh, waste and you want to chemical recycle this recycle this uh, back to its uh, uh, materials to, to, to make new plastics, uh, you are actually taking that, that, that product and bringing it back, putting it into the petrochemicals value chain. Uh, and, and that value chain has 
You know, you're talking about refineries, you're talking about petrochemical, uh, you, you know, uh, plants where you, you know, have, you know, cracking of, of the hydrocarbons and so on. And uh, so you put it back in these, these huge operations. Uh, and how do you, when you put it back in there, how do you, how do you account for that, right? Uh, and, and mass balanced accounting is, is very similar to, to what was done in, in the development of renewable energy sector. Uh, think about, I don't know if you have like solar panels on your home, uh, but, but think about the implementation of solar panels on, on, on households across Europe over the years and how, you, you, uh, how that, that goes back into the same grid of, of electricity that's being supplied by, you know, coal powered uh, power plants and so on. You know, how do you, how does that get credited? Uh, well, it's the same thing you need to, to apply in, in chemical recycling uh, to, to, uh, to measure indeed, uh, you know, the recycled content that goes back into the plastics that are ultimately produced. Um, this, this is, this is necessary to be implemented uh, in, in chemical recycling if it, if it's to, you know, uh, yeah, this this will be implemented. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Like, I think this is this is where where I wanted to to just uh, pose this question is just to 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 also demystify again. Yeah. <laughs> the the um, the the fact that circularity and and recycling is interconnected but it's it has different facets in the end and we have to to i think this is also kind of wrapping up our discussion today for for uh for the audience we have to yeah look at um circularity strategies and circularity measures uh or recycling as, as one of those strategies for, for achieving circularity, but we have to look at it in a very differentiated way and consider what, what you just said also before, uh, the different value chains that that are interrelated in this in this topic, right? So mm -hmm. it's supply, it's it's the uh, the raw materials, it's uh the mm, recyclers themselves, of course, and then also the, the product designers. Mm -hmm. um, are, are, you, uh, if I, are you familiar, Matt, with, with what's called the ISCC, uh, which stands for International Sustainability uh, of Carbon and Carbon Certification? Mm -hmm. it, it, is, it, it is this entity that is kind of the, the gold standard for, for mass balance, uh, and, and you, you, you can find you ISC, uh, yeah, ISCC, uh, International Sustainability uh, and Carbon Certification. Uh, this, this uh, I guess, independent uh, certification uh, uh, authority, uh, maybe is the way you're saying it, uh, is, 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 is what is used, uh, is, is what, what is being implemented by 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 the big the big uh, companies uh, big majors uh, that are out there involved uh, developing chemical recycling, uh, you can go you can go and you can see I mean literally hundreds of companies because it's 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 involving uh, chemical recycling companies it's involving the brand owners it's involving everything in between that have to be uh, a part of this uh, and to implement this so called mass balanced accounting so 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 ISCC is kind of the gold standard. Uh, that that the companies uh, uh, the industries are using to uh, to to uh, to implement uh, circularity, quite frankly, uh, for for chemical recycled uh, materials. 
once again, think about 25 million tons a year of, of plastic waste that's generated here in Europe. Uh, think about, okay, 30% of that today is now being sorted and collected and, and maybe for the most part uh, recycled. Uh, I don't have the exact number there in my head. I, I think it's not quite 30% myself, but anyway, some say it is maybe. Uh, but at any rate, at least 70%, a lot, you know, 0.7 times 25 million is a lot of freaking plastic. I said freaking, that, that's allowed. Uh, that's a lot of plastic. Where does that go? What happens to that plastic today? Well, the majority of that uh, here in Europe is going to incineration. Uh, some of it goes to waste to energy, which which is you know something that's not a that has its place. Uh, and then then some of it's going to landfill. That you know a lot less landfilling here in Europe uh, in the U.S. A huge amount goes to landfill. Uh, these outcomes, incineration and and uh, landfill, are 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 the least favorable outcomes you want, you know, because when you incineration is burning the plastic and, and, and that's, that's not what you want to do. You're just creating more uh, greenhouse gases uh, and, and you're not, and, and uh, that, that plastic uh, is never to be recycled and, 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 and used to displace the fossil based plastic. And it so, also so incineration. Burns It burns the value of the material itself. Incineration is, is, is... Some people is, is, don't is, realize how much value is there, like so much value saved in this material. Yeah, absolutely. This this is... Bingo. This brings me to the, the phrase I wanted to use. And this is not my phrase. I heard this spoken by... Actually, I, I, a CEO of one of the major uh, chemical recycling technology companies. And I just like the way he put this. And he says, you know, he says, we see... Because he says, I come out, you know... Uh, You know, I come out of an industry, you know, uh, I, he admitted uh, I come out of the oil industry historically, he said something like this. He says, he says, I tell you what we see when we look at, you know, 25 million times 0.7 tons of, 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 of plastic in Europe. And if you look at it globally, how much we see that we call it above ground hydrocarbon. That's what we call it. Uh, and what is it? You know, that, and that's valuable for us, you know, because, you know, what is the alternative to above ground hydrocarbon? It's below ground. It's, it's below. It's subsea. It's, it's production of new oil. Yeah. Uh, and so we see a huge resource there of above ground hydrocarbon that, that we want to find ways to, to capture that and reuse it. And that's brilliant. That is brilliant. That that is what it's all about, man. And that's perfect because this kind of wraps it up to 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 our circularity uh, entry topic, so to speak. Because in the end, what circular economy is about is like keeping the value in the loop, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> this is this is this is kind of the, the perfect conclusion because if you say like I I, I love this phrase that <laughs> above yeah. ground hydrocarbon. Yeah. I um, wish I could say I, I can't coin it, you know I, just, <laughs> I have to be honest, but I like it. Doesn't like matter, it. doesn't matter. I think I think it's a it's it's a perfect wrap up for today's yeah and the 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 message from us for for all of you out there for 2022 to consider uh, the fact that plastic might be seen as a above ground hydrocarbon with a lot of value. Um, and I think what, what, what definitely what I can conclude from, from last year is, uh, first of all, uh, I, I found a very cool new friend. <laughs> <laughs> And, me too. Me too. <laughs> and uh, from from what we 
discussed and, and how we started engaging, I think um, we see we will we will certainly hear of plastics and recycling and uh, connected all these connected to circularity in 2022 mm. even more. Yep. Um, and we will have uh, probably a lot of new chances to discuss uh, more facets of, of this fascinating, mm. um, yeah, of, of these two fascinating worlds that become more and more interconnected the more we we move and, and, and try to find solutions for a more sustainable uh, economy with plastics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and uh, yeah, when we get into 2022, I mean, uh, to, to the audience out there, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, we will be talking, uh, uh, you know, not all, all about chemical recycling all the time. You know, we're, we're going to be talking also about, you know, biopolymers, uh, of different types, so talking all, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at uh, uh, all the five R's that we've talked about. We'll be looking uh, uh, at, at, at reuse. Uh, we'll look at uh, reduce, uh, obviously recycling, but the other two R's that, that we kind of play with adding is, 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 is uh, replace, uh, which, which is indeed substituting fossil-based with, 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 with bio-based, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, for example, but also remove because because that that's also something that's near and dear to to what Matt and I are, are looking at, and that is, yeah, I mean, uh, and this is this is also hold. This is another example of holistic approach. It's like, yeah, I mean, uh, implement these recycling technologies in order to reduce the amount of plastic waste. So therefore, the reduced amount of plastic leakage potential, et cetera. However, you know, there is some leakage that's out there. I mean, we all see it. You know, uh, you see the plastic waste in the oceans, for example. So, so that's where we talk about remove. Uh, and so, so we'll be hitting all these in, in, in this year. And I'm looking forward to that with you, with you, Matt. And also our, the guests that we'll be bringing on board. It's going to be a lot of fun, yeah? Yeah, very good. Um, and uh, as always, just to conclude, I think now it's a... Uh, we can have two more songs for our playlist. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> since it's Christmas, I, I will start with, with my favorite Christmas song that actually you hear it every year, but that's the one that, at least for me, doesn't become boring. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know John Lennon's uh, War is Over. Happy Christmas. What's that again? John Lennon, War is Over. This is what ah. I put on oh, wow. the list today. Cool, cool. That sounds great. You know, I mean, uh, I had not thought about a song, but but I'll, I'll think of one now. This is not this is not necessarily a Christmas song, but I was playing it last night uh, again and again. I just love this song. It, it it also shows that I'm an old old guy, uh, but it's by the Traveling Wilburys. Uh, handle with care, and also just coincidentally, there's a Beatles link because uh, uh, the the main singer is George Harrison. Wow. So the traveling wheelberries handle with care. It's it's a group of uh, including Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, uh, what's this guy Lynn from uh, ELO, uh, and and uh, Roy Orbison. Uh, I know and, all of them. I know all of them. Yeah, so, isn't that great? So, so handle cannot be that old. <laughs> handle with care. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Hey. Um, then uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we. Yeah. We hear you and uh, we see you next year. Yeah, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, however you choose to, uh, to, to celebrate life, you know, all the best and see you next year. Yep.